all you need to know. The Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. We're back after the long weekend and I'm here to catch you up on everything that you need to know at the start of the new week. This is the daily morning update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Before we begin though, let me remind you that there's a special offer for listeners of this podcast. There's a discount on the 12 or 24 month BQ Blue subscription that will give you access to everything on the website bloombergquint.com. Use the code ALEX, that's A-L-E-X in all caps. Let's get started with the top news now. It's not good news on the virus front, I'm afraid. The total number of cases crossed 40,000 over the weekend, with nearly 2,500 new cases being reported just yesterday, according to the latest data on the Health Ministry's website. As you've probably heard already, the lockdown, which was supposed to have ended yesterday, has been extended for another two weeks. New guidelines were outlined on Friday and they update the country's designated red, green and orange zoning system. Red zones are considered hotspots, while considerable relaxations will be permitted in areas that are considered less dangerous. All of India's major metropolitan areas remain classified as red zones and will stay under strict lockdown measures. There's still confusion about what will be allowed to operate today onwards with the Retailers Association of India saying there's a lack of clarity because many states are still to come up with their own guidelines. If you're in Maharashtra you'll find details of what's permitted in the blog on the website bloombergquint.com. In international news on the virus cases in the US increased 2.3% from the same time on Saturday to 1.15 million according to data collected by Johns Hopkins University and Bloomberg News. The gain was below the average daily increase of 2.7% over the past week. Meanwhile, Gilead Sciences will get its antiviral drug Remdesivir to patients as soon as this week according to chief executive officer Daniel O'Day this is just days after the US approved emergency use for people with covid-19 there's positive news from across the globe with lesser deaths being reported in many of the virus hotspots in europe In corporate news back home Reliance Industries plans to raise another 6 billion dollars from the sale of its shares in its newly created subsidiary Geo Platforms soon after selling a stake to social media giant Facebook. In a conference call with journalists on the 30th of April, Deputy Chief Financial Officer at Reliance said the amount received from Facebook for Geo payments was 50% of the targeted value unlocking in the venture. Remember at the time of the Facebook deal the estimated enterprise value of the platform entity was 60 to 70 billion dollars which is nearly 1.7 to 2 times the invested capital. Now a lot of people tuned in over the weekend to listen to the oracle of Omaha. Perhaps one of the big highlights of Berkshire Hathaway's live-streamed annual meeting was Warren Buffett's decision to reverse course on his airline's bet. He said his company had completely exited its stakes in the four major US airlines. 
The sale of stake made up most of the company's $6.5 billion in equity sales in April. Now, during his live-streamed annual meeting, Buffett said that the business had fundamentally changed following the economic fallout from the coronavirus pandemic. In international markets, two of the three early risers in the Asia-Pacific region were trading, and they were both in the red this morning. And with that, it's over to Agam Vakil for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Agam. How are we looking at the start of the week? Good morning, Alex, and good morning, listeners. We saw a sharp drop in the SGX Nifty last Friday when Indian markets were shut, and we may have some catching up to do considering how things are panning out for heavyweight companies which have reported disappointing earnings. Speaking of earnings, Reliance Industries reported its steepest drop in quarterly profit in at least 13 years as its mainstay refining unit was hurt by lower sales and margins due to the collapse in crude oil prices. Net profit fell 73% sequentially to 2,580 crores in the January-March quarter and its revenue fell 14% over the previous quarter. Reliance Geo Infocom, on the other hand, saw its profits surge 73% in the quarter ending March, sequentially aided by tariff hikes and an exceptional gain. The company's revenues grew 6.2% quarter-on-quarter. Remember that Reliance Industries will raise 53,100 crores via a rights issue, the biggest ever. The shares will be offered for over rights at 1,257 rupees per share, which is a 14.3% discount to Thursday's closing price. We move on to FMCG giant Hindustan Unilever, which reported its lowest revenue in nine quarters. The company's revenue fell 9% with a volumes contraction of 7% year-on-year and its operating margins also contracted to 22.9% by as much as 40 basis points on account of the nationwide lockdown because of COVID-19 which led to a sharp decline in the month of March specifically. Tech Mahindra's dollar revenues fell 4.3% quarter-on-quarter and its EBIT margins also sharply declined to 7.7% against 12.2% over the previous quarter. Now, amidst the nationwide lockdown, Maruti Suzuki, M&M and SML Isuzu reported zero domestic sales for the month of April. Atul Auto and Aisha Motors reported a sale of less than 100 units and escorts saw a decline of 86% in volumes for the month gone by year-on-year. Fitch Ratings has downgraded the viability ratings of State Bank of India, ICICI Bank, Bank of Baroda and Axis Bank by one notch each, citing the impact of COVID-19 on the operating environment. Coal India has also seen a decline of 11% in its production for the month of April at 40.38 million tons, whereas the offtake has declined 25.5% at 39 million tons. We also have Blue Star this morning in focus as the board approved raising of 500 crores via an NCD, of which it intends to use 300 crores for working capital and capital expenditure. 
and Lord's Labs board has approved a share split where one share will split into five and it has also approved a merger of two of its foreign arms with itself. ICICI Prudential Life Insurance has increased stake in Westlife development to 5.06%. And finally, we have SBI Life Insurance, remember, which will be introduced in the futures and options space today and will be available to trade with effect from today. Now, these are just some of the stocks that we can watch out for as we move into trade today. But don't forget to go through our morning edition of All You Need to Know only on BloombergQuint.com. Thanks, Agam. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IBM Podcast app? On the IBM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IBM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.